welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host, Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. We are back with the regularly scheduled, styled episodes after our uh, brief sojourn, uh, having a great conversation with Eric Esnight. If you guys haven't heard that yet, totally check it out. Uh hour-long conversation that we could have drug into four hours because there was so much stuff we didn't touch on and but like i respect y'all's time and try to keep things regularly really short but just that hour flew by um and it was really fun um and i was way too excited to do it and you could probably tell that if you well listen to the recording uh so yeah check that uh, check that out um in the meanwhile mlw fusion 163 was on tonight at least tonight, as of the time of this recording. But of course, of course, of course, of course, we've got some news. Uh, biggest news uh, possibly coming out of this here thing uh, is Myron Reed is now a free agent. He has finished up his commitment with Major League Wrestling. Reed was a big part of the middleweight division uh, and also uh, had his hand in a handful of stables, uh, most notably Injustice, uh, before taking over as leader of that group. And more recently is part of the Beaumaier Fight Club. Uh, does this mean he's done with MLW? Uh, nothing's for certain at this time. We just know his current deal is over. Maybe he'll pop in for some one-shots. Maybe he'll uh, change his mind and sign a new contract. Um, but the man has, I mean, for all intents and purposes, been synonymous with the middleweight division. We also have news coming out of Superfight. That is going to be February 4th, 2023 at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. A couple of matches uh, to be announced. <laughs> well, a couple, it's like four. Four matches have been announced, uh, plus it's already been announced already uh most notably the dragon gate team of natural vibes has issued an open challenge that team is kyz and big boss shimuzi shimizu oh shimuzi i'm not sure where i came up with that my notes have so jumbled and i just said the first thing that came to my mind is i want to do uh big boss shimizu oh lordy lordy i you know i just can't go one week without embarrassing myself in one way, shape, or form. And that is it for today. Hey, at least we're not dragon baiting anymore. So, I I guess that's a step up. No, no, I'm just going to get beaten to death one of these days. Uh, in addition to that, we are going to have featherweight action. Specifically, the featherweight championship will be defended. Taya Valkyrie has signed on to take on Delmi Exo of the Sea Stars. Uh, Delmi has been out for a bit, um, at least from MLW. Uh, both her and her sister, Ashley Volks, have uh, been kind of a cornerstone of the original featherweight division last year. Uh, and it's great to see Delmi back i'm a big fan of the sea stars uh so this should be a really good match between valkyrie and exo also announced leo rush the man of the hour is back with the company i thought he was injured i thought he retired but i guess he's back he's back again uh taking on davy richards in what should be a solid contest in and of its own right and last but not least Ricky Shane Page is making his return to MLW after uh, Battle Riot. He will be taking on one called Manders in a hardcore match. Manders. 
I thought I was rid of him. He left Central Illinois, moving out to the East Coast and tearing things up in GCW and uh, H2O and whatnot. I thought I was finally rid of him. Manders! Ah! 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 Now I'm the count. I'm counting the disdain I have for Manders. But never mind that. Let's just move on. MLW Fusion 163 is tonight. Uh, three big matches. A lot of new names coming through uh, the tunnel tonight. Um, but before we get to the who's and the what's of that, we are welcomed to the show by Joe Drombowski and Matt Stryker. We're running down the card, uh, at least chunks of the card. It is headlined by Dragon Gate's Ben K taking on the Samoan werewolf Jacob Fatu. We go into our first match off of this. Featherweight action. Gia Scott will be taking on the Afropunk Trishadora. I am not as familiar with Scott, uh, but I am a big fan of the work of Trishadora. So already, you know, I, I am watching this match. Not that I wouldn't anyway, because it's MLW, but like... Yeah, I got my eyes on the prize on this one. Uh, and before the match can even, like, really start proper, we get a bell and then uh, just a big boot to the face by Gia just taking Trish down. And that oh, I, that, that kind of thing always entertains me. I, I'm a big fan of, like, match starts off and big boot dropping somebody. It's hilarious to me. Uh, however, Trish does wake up, gets some chops, locks in the bar, which is... Oh, some sort of uh, body-mangling submission maneuver hurt me watching that. Uh, Gia hits a Samoan drop. Trish comes back with some hip attacks and a corner bomb for two uh, and gets a deadlift German suplex off the deal as well. Uh, Nifty just shows strength off of the Afropunk. Uh, Gia tries to make a comeback. She gets lippy with uh, Trish and the crowd and eats a lariat specifically called Lariat Tubman. Which I'm a fan of puns, so I'm a big fan of that. And the three count, your winner, Trish Adora. Uh, there was a lot going on in this match in a relatively short period of time. It, it was like the definition of back and forth action. Of uh, They were just pretty much literally trading strikes and trading uh, big moves throughout the match itself. Uh, so like it was just short and explosive, straight to the point. Uh, very solid match overall. Uh, Gia held her own with some uh, nifty strikes and some strength at her end, and then of course, uh, there, I can never say anything you know terribly mean about Trisha Dora. Uh, so solid opener to get the fans awake, get them moving. Uh, even though I assume at this taping this wasn't the opening contest, but never mind that. This is the opening of Fusion, gosh darn it, and that's what we're watching right now. Following this here match, we have a hype segment for the main event and Ben K and Fatu get little action shots of both the competitors uh, specifically Ben K in Japan and then all of Fatu's work in MLW we also get a hype video uh, for the debuting Sam Adonis he is being signed to MLW Azteca by the looks of it or at least by the uh, look of the uh you know, icon up in the corner. He is coming soon. He has participated in the last batch of MLW Fusion TV tapings, so uh, we are getting ready to see him in action in the coming weeks. 
Now it is time for our second match of the evening. Two gentlemen making their MLW debuts. TJ Crawford will be taking on Alec Price. Again, not knowing too much about this Crawford guy. Uh, They call him a technical wrestler. He is a silverback sniper. Evidently, I'm not entirely sure what that means, but hey, whatever, man. Uh, Rolls off the tongue pretty well. And Alec Price, I'm peripherally familiar with his work. I know he's making waves out on the East Coast. taking on guys like Jordan Oliver uh, and whatnot, uh, getting making a name for himself. Um, and again, so this is another match for uh, some folks to make some names, get themselves out there in the form of television. And of course, you know, MLW itself, the promotional machine is a solid, solid machine to have behind you if you can get that going for you. Uh, but they are also trading offense, except to like, you know, higher profile moves with uh stunners off the top rope and hurricane ranas or whatnot uh crawford hits a german suplex. uh batch of strikes wakes up price uh hits a really big hay t- hang time on this double stomp it gets like the tree of woe double stomp and price just like runs up the turnbuckle and like just leaps in the air like he's an anime character or something of the like before hitting the double stop thought that was nifty uh pop-up knee strike by crawford uh the winning shot which is a twisting ddt by crawford i really it's like one of his big maneuvers unfortunately only gets a two count off of that uh unfortunately not only does it just you know only get a two count uh it allows price to take over the advantage uh he hits a springboard blockbuster followed by the surprise kick which is kind of like uh, a roundabout uh, shining wizard kind of thingy uh, where he kind of like runs around like runs up the guy misses a kick air quotes and then just kicks the guy in the back of the head anyway on the way down uh, but that that is how you secure victory against TJ Crawford though you just go ahead and just F and kick him in the back of the head and knock him unconscious another short but sweet match uh, that's just out there to like show you who these folk are and I think it does very well I, I was almost worried it's going to end up being like a quasi squash uh, just because uh, I know specifically Price is, is making a name for himself um, but you know they gave Crawford just as much offense if not just a little bit more um, so also uh, you know very short very fun match on that front all right before we do much more, let's go ahead and take a pause for the cause, take a breath, get an energy drink, some melatonin, I don't know, work out, start a podcast, whatever, whatever, You just do the Orange Cassidy thing, and it's whatever, and I'll be back, un momento. If you're like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy. Alright, we are back we get some plugs for some upcoming events. Uh, Super Fight is, of course, February 4th. Then, like, nearly one week later, on February 10th, uh, MLW will be in Tijuana. Uh, and then on April 6th, we get the return of War Chamber, which also has me psyched. The uh, War Games-style match that is an MLW staple. Uh, following these little... You know, train of events, we get the return of MLW Insider. Alicia, too, brings us the latest happenings that doesn't come from this podcast. Uh, She first notes out that uh, Cesar Duran and Court Bauer are working together on an upcoming uh, 
card. And I assume that is going to be the uh, February 10th uh, Tijuana event. Uh, but she did not give any further details on that. Uh, it has also been made official that the last man standing match between EJ and Duca and Alexander Hammerstone is back on proper. Uh, e, uh, EJ and his uh, gaggle of lawyers, his legal team, have kind of held up the last man standing match for more money, citing that how that this match is incredibly dangerous, um, and it looks like MLW has kowtowed to those whims of EJ and Duca, which I suppose it was, if it'd go to court, it wouldn't matter because EJ's the judge, it would just strike down any opposition to that in the meanwhile uh also it is noted that pwi pro wrestling illustrated is working on an expose on the mlw uh, card carrying killer um whomever that may be earlier in the year well i guess later of last year at the end of last year uh there was some mystery guy just murdering people left and right and leaving a calling card on each of the bodies where will this lead? I don't really know, but hey, you know, uh, anytime you can get your uh, name out there in Pro Wrestling Illustrated, it can't be a bad thing, right? Right? Oh, well. And the last thing Alicia puts over is the pre-ordering of MLW action figures. You know, we all heard about this last week on this here program. Uh, the only thing she really adds in is that Alexander Hammerstone is ugly. Ugly, I tell you. Hey, speaking of ha Hammer, uh, he is coming out for the main event. Our World Heavyweight Champion is going to be scouting the competition uh, because at Super Fight, Hammer is scheduled to be taking on Jacob Fatu, who is who is competing here on the main event. So, that being said, let's have the main event since Hammer's out here. We can't keep him waiting. Ben K of Dragon Gate takes on on Jacob Fatu. There's a lot of playing to the crowd initially uh, and uh, a lot of jaw jacking uh, between Hammer and Fatu. The crowd's really getting into it as well. Uh, we go to break and when we come back, Fatu hits Ben K in the midsection. Uh, we get uh, lots of shoulder tackle attempts. They're just bouncing off each other. The veritable uh, unstoppable force meeting the immovable object kind of thing uh, before Fatu just resorts to, you know, what he's good at and throwing haymakers. Uh, however, Ben K does go for another shoulder tackle and knocks Fatu down. Much of the surprise of the crowd. The crowd is really into that. Um, after some more strikes, uh, Ben K crashes into the ring post, and Fatu hits like a really nifty triple jump moonsault. And like, just, that was just bloody cray cray to see a big man do that. And like, I've seen him do various moonsaults, but just like that one just out of nowhere. It was total cray cray uh we go brawling outside uh fatu sets up a chair to go for a double jump i assume splash but i don't know like if like he slid on the rope or whatnot uh but he like doesn't hit it and just kind of like bounces off the top rope catching his leg and falling back into the chair that he set up too so like that like extra hurt uh at least hurt me watching it uh fatu rolls outside where uh ben k immediately capitalizes with strikes though like any good outside brawl it doesn't take fatu terribly long to regain his composure and fight back uh, go into the ring and Fatu hits a handspring moonsault uh, Ben K fights off the big moonsault attempt first by grabbing the leg and ankle of Fatu as he goes to rock away, walk away and then as Fatu climbs the rope uh, K gets involved and kind of catches him there which leads to a big big jackhammer only gets a two count because uh, 
K is out of position due to the, all the damage he'd taken to this match uh, so far. Uh, both competitors get up and start trading strikes. Alley Oos, because really, let's face it, you really don't want to get in a strike battle with Fatu unless like strikes are definitely your forte. Um, and Fatu wins this, follows it up with the Alley Oos Samoa jo- uh, drop. Double jump moonsault. One, two, three. Your winner going into Super Fight. Jacob Fatu. And this here was another uh, fun match. Uh, arguably the best of this, uh, we'll call it Dragon Gate series, with the Dragon Gate folks coming in and, uh, you know, taking on MLW superstars. Um, this one wasn't pretty, but it's okay. Like, I really don't like my wrestling all that pretty. Like, this was just a straight up fight. Um, and thankfully, Fatu wasn't hurt off that uh, double jump spot that didn't go entirely well after the match Fatu gets on the mic uh he thanks Ben K Ben K comes back to the ring thanks everyone announces who he is uh leaves Fatu gets gets the mic back thanks the crowd uh puts over MLW's history and his family's ties to the original incarnation of MLW before putting over the new Samoan SWAT team coming around to take all the gold uh, starts taunting Hammer and our show ends with Hammer standing up holding the belt high having a big stare down with Fatu and that's our show uh, really a solid show overall uh, this is a great way of getting uh, some fresh names out there uh, that I'm not sure if they'll be ba- if they'll all be back or not uh, but I mean they they all like did their best to kind of put their name out there because I was as I said earlier wasn't familiar with Gia Scott wasn't terribly familiar with T.J. Crawford, uh, but they brought it tonight and then of course Alec Price is tearing it up on the East Coast and Trisha Dora um, I I think she's great as well a solid technical worker with one of the better lariats out there today uh and then of course the main event was just a fun hard-hitting brawl for the most part i mean it wasn't one of the wild crazy brawl but it was just they just hit each other and it was great um that being said we that is taking us into super fight uh with a bunch of cool matches being announced um at least uh in the meanwhile we got a couple weeks before that happens Unfortunately, uh, I get the feeling that it's foreshadowing that uh, there's a chance that, you know, Hammer beats EJ and Duca if he's going to be taking on uh, Fatu later on. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. That's what happens when we take uh, tape things lots of time in advance. Uh, one thing that was not taped a lot in this fa- advance, this here show, it's winding down. Uh, appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to it and, you know any other ways you choose to support this here podcast. So, you know, and if you don't know how to support this here podcast, you know, stay tuned. I'll tell you in a pre-recorded comment, because that part is pre-recorded, uh, about, you know, the best ways to support this little old podcast. And in the meanwhile, you know, I'm going to slink away, check out some more wrestling as I want to do. Again, check out the interview I did with uh, Eric Esnight, God's Chosen Wrestler, the 13th Disciple. Uh, great, great interview, a lot of fun, uh, and just went into randomly surprising amounts of detail at various points, too. So check that out. And in the meanwhile, I will see you all next week. Oh,
MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova. That is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova, where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the Confusion Podcast. There's hyphens in between the Confusion Podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries, such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzkammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.